You're listening to Do What You Want Radio, a podcast series for creative entrepreneurs, freelancers, and those ready to learn how to do what they want. I'm your host, Jordan Heffler. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Do What You Want Radio. It has been a hot second because I have been extremely busy lately. Um, This is supposed to be a weekly podcast. And you know what, sometimes I just can't get them out because I got other stuff going on. So that is the beauty of doing what you want, right? So I just thought I would get on here and kind of give a little solo mini sewed update on what's been going on in my life because this past month has been kind of crazy. And if you've been listening to this podcast regularly, then you've kind of been following along with um, kind of my struggles that I've been having as a creative entrepreneur in the summertime with very little work as a photographer. And I told you fall would kind of be busy and I was waiting on it. And then fall came and blew up and got too busy. And so here I am again, just complaining about the opposite problem. Um, I don't want this to be like a podcast where I complain, but you know, as creative entrepreneurs, I want y'all to kind of hear the struggles that I'm having as well with owning my own business and just kind of having a career that depends on weather and seasons and people's needs. And so I don't even the last episode I released, I don't know when it was, but it was definitely a couple weeks ago. So I'm really sorry if you listen regularly and you were waiting to have new episodes. It has just been insanity. So this episode, I'm pretty much going to just ramble on about some of the things that have been going on recently. One being uh, Kanye West Sunday service, which happened yesterday. Very last minute, very random, very cool. Um, And then also Voodoo Fest, which I photographed last weekend. And it's the first weekend right now. It's actually Saturday. Um, I'm probably going to release this today on Saturday. It's the first weekend in a while where I haven't had like any football games going on, any shoots going on. Well, that's not true. I just finished a shoot. But um, there's no football games. And I was at Voodoo Fest last weekend. So it's kind of like the first chill Saturday I've had in a while. So I can finally sit down and chat. Let's just start talking about Kanye West Sunday service because what? It I just don't even understand. Baton Rouge does not get very many concerts. Um, it's not really a town that a lot of bands tour through. A lot of the concerts that Louisiana gets at all go straight to New Orleans, if at all. Um, so many normal tours, if you look at tour dates, the route typically goes through Texas. They'll have like 40, 11 shows in Texas, and they skip over Louisiana and either go straight to Florida or to Atlanta. Um, every now and then, concerts will go to like Alabama and Birmingham, but for the most part, Baton Rouge and New Orleans really get left out of a lot of major tours. So as a concert photographer, I struggle in Baton Rouge um, in terms of like big time concerts. We have an arena here, but not a whole lot happens super often. And so I go to New Orleans a lot for concert photography. And two days ago, I think it was two days ago, I saw an article on Twitter from the local news source saying that Kanye West Sunday service was coming to Baton Rouge and I was like that's not real (laughs) it was so vague the article was super vague it was very sketchy they were talking about how it was going to be brunch but it was at night and it was Sunday service on a Friday I'm like none of this makes any sense like there's no way Kanye's coming um also I had a Halloween party I was supposed to be going to Friday night last night so I was kind of like really excited for that getting my costume together whatever well then yesterday morning comes around and I get a text from the editor of 2G5 magazine which I shoot for pretty often um freelance And she was like, have you heard about the Kanye West thing? And I was like, yeah, but I don't know if that's real. So many photographers I know that have ever tried to photograph Kanye don't get to, or he's got some crazy contracts or NDAs that you have to sign. So I was even like, even if it's happening, there's no way 
you can just get photos. Like, it's going to be a whole thing. He's always late, whatever. And um, turns out they had some media passes for the different outlets in town, and it was happening at Bethany Church off of Segan. And it turns out that it was an actual real thing, which blew my mind because I'm like, one, what are you, Kanye, what are you doing? Two, how do people even buy tickets? Because I didn't hear about it until like the day before slash the day of, and apparently it was sold out. And so I don't even know where people got tickets from. I saw he was playing in LA this Sunday at the Forum, which is like a real concert with like actual promotion. And so I had the feeling that he threw together maybe not him, his team, whoever, threw together this event very fast because his album just came out, like, in the past week or whatever. And he's been doing the Sunday service thing here and there, but typically they just do it in, you know, Calabasas or whatever, and then they did it at Coachella. But So I've been keeping up with it because, as y'all know, I am a big Kardashians fan, so I don't really feel one way or another about Kanye. He's just kind of Kanye. He's a uh, very controversial, as you know, and I'm not like his biggest fan or anything, but, you know, I keep up with what he's up to just because I'm really invested in the Kardashian family. And so now that he's kind of part of that, they've really softened my view on him and his um, opinions and things he says and his mental health issues and all that. And so anyways, either way, as a photographer, heck yeah, I want to photograph Kanye West if he's coming to Baton Rouge. Like what, what even is that? That's like such a random thing for him to do. So it all worked out. Um, I was able to do it. But the, I kind of want to talk about Instagram versus reality here because, like, I had to get there at 4 p.m. And the concert didn't even start till like, 8 p.m. And so it was supposed to start at 7. And we were there for, like, ever. And there was there were all these misconceptions about, like, if you have a media pass, you have to stand here. But then they were like, okay, well, he doesn't want media, so you have to hide your media pass. And it's like, okay, well, it's kind of shady to hide your media pass. And then it was like, you can have your camera. No, you can't have your camera. Like, you can take video. No, you can't take video. You can take photos. No, you can't take photos. It was very sketchy. It was very unsettling. I truly didn't know what I would be doing. Um, I was ready to take phone pictures if I had to because they put us right front and center. But there's no stage for his Sunday service um, performances. It's kind of just like a big circle. It's almost like a mosh pit without the moshing. Um but so the crowd just goes around, but there were no barricades. There were no, like, there really weren't very many security guards. It was just very, like, chill, which I guess is what he's probably going for with it being, like, a church-related thing. But I'm still just wondering, like, there's still thousands of people here. How is this safe? Like, how is this, like, logistically safe for the people involved? And the choir, there's an 80-person gospel choir. Um, and it just was a kind of a mess. Everyone kept saying on Twitter it was, like, fire Festival, which I was laughing at because, honestly, it kind of was. But... All in all, it ended up being great. It was a really cool experience. Um, I got to be very close because media was supposed to be in a certain area. But as soon as the choir and everybody came out, like everyone started pushing forward. And as you can imagine, like people got psycho. And so at some point I was behind a lot of people. And so it was probably the most difficult thing I've ever had to shoot. It was impossible to get good photos. There were so many people. It was so crowded. Um, lighting was terrible. It was just like dark. There's no stage lighting. It was just like some floodlights. Um and it was just so many people. So I'm like shooting in between people's heads and they're dancing and so they're moving and so they're blocking your shot and then everyone else has their phones in the air and you couldn't get in front of people and you couldn't really move. It was craziness. I think the only other thing I've ever shot that was as difficult as that um, was a couple of years ago I had to shoot a parade for a tourism campaign and that was so hard because I had to like run 
ahead of the parade, stop, squat, get photos of, like, the band or whoever coming towards me. And then once they would start passing me up, I had to, like, run, catch them up again. And then my boyfriend would have to, like, be handing out model releases to every single person that I happened to get photos of in the parade. And to date, that was the hardest thing I ever had to shoot. I think last night might have topped it. It was so impossible to get any photos. So I'm really excited that the photos I did get came out good and that they're doing really well on Instagram and Facebook and stuff. Like, I'm glad people like them. But the whole Instagram versus reality thing is so real because the whole backstory to get those photos was such an ordeal. Like, I had to wait for four hours. It was very crowded. Like, I'm so sore today from holding my camera up in the air. 90% of what I got was out of focus. It was very low light. Also, Here's my camera gear saga um, for anyone who's been following along too. This has been like the year of bad luck for me. I've had so much shit happen to me all year. Um, some stuff I can't talk about legally quite yet, but that resulted in me having to get a new car in like January, February, March. And then I had a really important camera lens break and then I had my camera break and then I had rats in my apartment so I couldn't live in my apartment for a couple weeks. And then what else happened? Oh, and then I lost my health insurance. And then and then last weekend at Voodoo Fest, I was shooting in the rain because we had to because it was raining, but I was shooting for the marketing team, so we still had to photograph. And I covered my gear up the best I could, but water got in my camera and the screen was shorting out. And so I had to like hair dry it and put it in rice and bring it back to life. So it was working, but I had literally just sent it off to be repaired two days ago because I looked at my calendar and was like, you know, I don't have that many shoots anymore because daylight savings is happening. I'm finally slowing down. I have time to like send off my camera. I can live without it for like a week and use my backup camera. So I had just sent it off to Nikon to be fixed for water damage when yesterday morning they asked if I could shoot Kanye and I was like, uh, yeah, I'll figure that out somehow. So I asked my friend James Peck, so shout out to James Peck of the Pixel House, if I could borrow his camera just because I was worried that one camera wouldn't be enough to shoot Kanye, my backup camera, which is not as good of a camera, but it's still good. Um, I was worried it wouldn't be enough in the low light and whatever. So he let me borrow his camera and thank God he did because I, like an hour before I went to go get all my stuff together and my backup camera battery was dead. And I'm like, that's weird because it was charged and the charger was broken. So I was having like a panic attack because you can't buy the types of chargers or batteries that I need in town. I went to Best Buy, I ordered the wrong battery pack online. I got there like an hour before Kanye's thing and then it was like the wrong charger. So basically I had the one camera, which wasn't even my camera. And I'm so thankful for him to lend it to me at all because then I had another shoot this morning. And so it's just been like one thing after another this year as far as like my gear goes. It's been like the hardest year for me financially. And I just feel like so many cool things have happened to me, but also so many like annoying, terrible, like expensive things have happened to me. And so these are also the things that you don't see online. <laughs> like people are like, wow, your photo looks cool. I'm like, thanks. You don't even know all the drama that went into getting this. Like I had to wait for four hours. I used someone else's camera. Like I have so much anxiety right now about all of this. So um, hopefully for Black Friday, I can kind of get my life together to scrounge up some money to get some updated gear because I'm just like having all these problems one thing after another. Um, and so Voodoo Fest last week, it was really cool. It was terribly rainy, muddy, storming the first day. It did not stop raining for a minute. It rained the entire day. It not even rained. It poured. Um, it was pretty miserable. I have had so many shoots I've had to reschedule because of rain the past month. Like I was doing some campaigns for a local parks and recreation company. So shooting golf courses and such. And you really can't shoot those types of things if it's not pretty sky. 
Um, I had to shoot for a tour company in New Orleans, like a walking tour company, and I had to reschedule that three or four times because of the weather. And so finally when Voodoo Fest comes along, I'm like, are you kidding me? Like it's really going to rain again? Like I, and that's something I can't reschedule. It's like it's happening whether or not it's raining. And because I was shooting for the festival, like I didn't have really a say. Like I'm not going to go take pictures. Like of course I take pictures. So that first day was – absolutely brutal miserable the good thing about shooting for marketing is that you have a production trailer that you can go to and we had a golf cart so that helped a little bit but I mean you're just standing out in the pouring rain taking pictures the best you can so covered up my gear the best I could I'm glad that I was smart enough to only use one camera at a time because I figured like if something happens with the rain I don't want to ruin all of my stuff at once let me just ruin one camera have the backup and that's exactly what happened the second day I showed up and um, my screen on my Nikon D750 was like flashing and then turning off. And luckily online, someone had said that they had fixed that problem with a hairdryer. And of course the VIP section at Voodoo Fest happened to have a salon. So I went and sat there with a hairdryer for like an hour and a half. And I was able to get the screen to turn back on, the camera was working, but it still had watermarks in the screen, which everything I looked up online said, don't, wait to send it in like send it in as soon as you can because the water will spread it'll corrode different electrical parts of your camera and it'll be more expensive to fix I of course needed to like finish out the weekend so I used my backup camera and um I used my main camera the one that had the water damage in it sparingly um but like I needed it to shoot like base nectar post malone some of the things that happened at night because that camera is better in low light um if you're not a photographer and you're listening to this and this makes no sense just you know Bear with me, but basically my main camera body is much better than in low light than my backup camera body, which is why the backup camera is the backup camera. So I can use it in like full daylight, portraits, whatever, it's fine. But for dark concerts, um, it's not the best. So it was a rough weekend. I got some cool photos. Um, it was extremely muddy. I had some Red Wing leather boots I bought a year ago for festivals because every Voodoo Fest that I've shot, I've done like four now, I've had issues with my shoes, <laughs> whether it be tennis shoes and it's muddy or like other tennis shoes that blistered or like I got rain boots once because it was muddy, but then the rain boots were so uncomfortable that I was like bleeding. Like I'm just, you can't win. Like there's no good pair of shoes. So I bought a pair of Red Wing work boots a year ago, literally bought them like with my business card. I was like, these are going to be my photography work boots and they are leather and they will last me until I'm 99 years old. And so I wore those the first day, but of course it was so wet that like once the leather got wet, they rubbed my feet in so many weird places the rest of the weekend that I had to saran wrap maxi pads to my feet. It was just a whole thing. I had like my camera and rice. I had my feet in saran wrap. It was very cute. Um, what a weekend, but some cool stuff. I mean, no one got to shoot guns and roses. They had their own photographer, but I got to photograph um, Bring Me the Horizon, Post Malone, uh, the singer named Ash, which I thought was really good. Denzel Curry, who I'd never heard of because apparently I'm like a thousand years old and super out of touch. But he was great. His set was super lit. Like everyone was very excited to be there. Um, this band called Missio, which I'd never heard of, but got some really cool photos of. And uh, we really tried our best to get marketing photos, but it was hard because it was muddy and people weren't really dressed up. Or if they were, they were wearing raincoats or ponchos or rain boots. So did the best we could, but the team was really good and it was fun. So that's basically the last couple of weeks of my life. Um, I'm done shooting football games for this season. I shot three football games, two for 225 Magazine and one kind of on my own with the LSE creative team for practice because it's so hard to shoot sports. Like if you are interested in learning about like football photography, listen to my conversation. I think it's podcast episode number five. It's with Kyle Zedeker. He is a photographer for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and he's amazing. That's a great conversation I had with him about music or uh, sports photography. 
Sorry, I'm just really rambling. I'm super tired, but I haven't had a podcast come out in a while, so you're just going to have to get what you get. (laughs) But the sports photography thing is so hard, and I just don't get enough practice with it because I don't get to shoot every game. So by the time I figure out, like, what I'm doing, it's over, and then I have to wait a year. So, oh, that was the other drama thing I had. So the first LSU game of the year, I rented a 120-300 millimeter lens from lensrentals.com. I always use them. I never have any problems. The lens didn't come in on time, so... All Saturday, the day of the game, while everyone else was tailgating for my birthday, I was sitting at the UPS store stalking the FedEx truck. Um, I had been up since like 7 a.m. that day trying to call everyone, trying to find out where my lens was. They said it was on a truck in Baton Rouge, but it wouldn't get delivered till Monday, but I needed it that day, Saturday night. So I was a stress mess and basically stalking all the FedEx trucks in town. Finally got a FedEx driver, like jumped him and was like, where's this lens? I paid like 200 something dollars to rent it for tonight only, and it's saying it's not even going to be in, in time, and um, I never got it. So luckily, another photographer that was shooting the game had an extra 300 millimeter lens, which was so amazing because I was panicking, and they let me use that. So I think the unsung heroes of this fall are the people who are letting me borrow gear, my life is a mess and saran wrap because saran wrap has been solving a lot of my problems but yeah so I shot three games and we're having a really good season with LT football so I'm really excited to have some cool photos of Joe Burrow and um, the rest of the team so hopefully I can chill at a game soon because I haven't really been able to and side note if you have a dog what do you do with your dog during game days in Baton Rouge I would love to talk to you about that because Ringo can't stay at home all day by himself yet but he also, if he comes to tailgate, like, then we can't go to the game. It's just been kind of an issue every time. So um, I would love to hear what y'all do with your puppies during game day. So that's basically it for my rambling, like, update on life. I am hoping to get more podcast episodes up in the next couple of weeks. I think I'm going to get to 50 episodes because right now this is 47, I believe. If I get to 50, I think I'm going to call that, like, season one. That's, like, a hella long season, but... I've been really burnt out lately, and I got really um, pressed for time and just stressed about trying to get episodes out for y'all, and I feel like some of them were lacking in quality. I feel like some of my guests, no shade to everybody, but some of the guests may not have been the best on podcast form, and so listening back to some of my episodes, they're just not at the standard I want them to be. Um, It's really fun to make the podcast, but it's a lot of work, and if it's not to my standard and it's a lot of work, then I don't want to do it. So I think I'm going to get to 50 episodes, call that season one, take a little break to kind of figure out what I'm going to do for season two. And um, I have some cool things in the future coming up, hopefully a sponsor, maybe some new equipment. I will be able to tell tell y'all more about that hopefully soon, but um, it's almost the end of the year anyways, and everyone gets busy with the holidays. So I think I'm just going to try to finish it out at 50, see what happens after that. So thank you guys for listening. If you do if you do listen, I get the stats. I don't know who you are, but I see how many there are. And um, it's really cool to know that people are out there listening and caring and keeping up with it. So thanks so much and keep doing what you want. I am going to go drink some coffee, even though it's like 2 p.m. because I am just dead. Oh, P.S. Just remembered, I... I'm now doing a radio segment every Wednesday at 4.30 p.m. Central Time on the Jada Cody Show on Talk 107.3. It's called Do What You Want with Jordan Heffler. It's a quick little segment, and we are just doing little bite-sized 
conversations about kind of the same stuff we're doing on this podcast. But if you listen to talk radio, if you're able to listen at 430 on Wednesdays, tune in 107.3, the Jada Cody show, and I will be on the radio every week now. So that's the end of my, my spiel. Goodbye for real this time. Hey, y'all. Thanks so much for listening to Do What You Want Radio. As always, you can find all the tools and links that are referenced in this week's episode at dowhatyouwantradio.com in the show notes. If listening to this podcast has brought you any value at all, please take a moment to go subscribe, rate, and review Do What You Want Radio so that I can continue to reach creatives just like you and me. Doing this podcast is a lot of fun, but it takes a lot of work as well, and I do it all by myself. So I really appreciate those of you who keep listening week after week. You've already dedicated a lot of your time to listening to my voice, talking too fast probably, but if you're not tired of me yet, you can keep up with me, my photography work, and the creative services, products, and workshops I offer at jordanheffler.com and at jordanheffler on Instagram. If you want to be hardcore informed, subscribe to my weekly newsletter to get a free branding worksheet, as well as weekly tips and promotional offers for my digital products and merchandise, like Lightroom presets, Instagram overlays, t-shirts, hats, and everything else you didn't know you needed. You can sign up at jordanheffler.com slash subscribe. Thanks again for tuning in to Do What You Want Radio. I just want to let you know that you're probably doing a great job and you probably deserve a beer. So go get one. See you next week.